0: Be bang. That's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> the bang, be bang. <laughs> if someone can clip that, if Bill
1: Jobs can just take that little snippet there and turn that into a song, please do that. That would be very nice. Hey, we just recorded the other day. Did you watch any more Cartoon Network movies? By Hey, I'm dressed as Wendigoon tonight. I yeah. kind of take offense that DJ Fitzgerald could not clearly identify. Maybe he's fucking around that that was Wendigoon in that photo who said something about the idol, not me, which I am a fan of the idol, but come on. Did they end up finishing that series? Mm Hmm. But it wasn't the original intended ending. That's the thing.
0: Oh, what happened? What did it change? They knew
1: that it was gonna get canceled and they decided to divert and do a clean series finale ending in the first season, which worked fine. So I'm not, I'm not too displeased about the fact that they canceled it because it would probably, I mean, look, Sam Levinson is not a bad showrunner by, I've never seen Euphoria, but just based off of this and I've seen his other work, he's fine. You know, he's kind of this insufferable character with a lot of film snobs, but he's not a bad dude to be running a series like that. He clearly had his, his idea of what that series was, was a lot better than where they started with things because- from what I know, he took over about midway through production, which is why they had to reshoot a whole lot for the series. So, yeah. So they were shooting it as they were putting it out? They shot it. They shot, I think, two episodes or three episodes, and then they went and hit pause and said, Something here ain't working let's reevaluate this and so i believe the original showrunner one of the primary voices on the program was pushed out of the program and sam levinson who helped birth this thing took over and put his stamp on it and it was for the better so you'll Mm -hmm. see on on twitter a lot of screen caps of the weekend delivering lines like oh Look at look at all this cum coming out of my penis. It's (laughs) filling up my shoes. I can't believe it. And they don't get that that like the weekend's a nerd. Nobody buys him as this cool, slick fucking guy. He's got like a plate face. He's a he's just he's a shithead, and he plays a shithead on the show. They don't tell you that immediately because maybe it wasn't originally supposed to be that. Hmm. But it's just the performance is what dictated that the character is. I think they realized, yeah, he's not this smooth, suave guy. He can't be Jared Leto on the island with all the moms and daughters. And Sam Levinson leaned into that. And the character became cringe on purpose.
0: Well, he's the main character, right? Or is it the girl? Mm-mm. The girl's the main character? I mean,
1: he's very close. But no, it, it's Lily Rose Depp, and she's fantastic on that show.
0: So what is it about, well, I guess fame, right? Uh, putting a, an entire series on his shoulders when he's never acted before other than i guess his music videos uncut gems was the all right the other one but that yeah but i I mean how much did he act in that right he kind of gets in a fight with adam sandler and he's in the bathroom and he's playing himself touching a girl Yeah. yeah so it's like and he created it apparently so it was what his idea originally did he like, uh, i don't, i don't know i
1: think that label if you have the sort of clout that the weekend has they probably say oh yeah yeah he's co-creator yeah he had <laughs> ideas for his character that he probably shoehorned in there and annoyed everybody and that's why they made him a cringe loser
0: right and and, and what you're saying is that people on twitter are taking those lines as like I i don't know how thing. they're perceiving
1: them because they're clearly comedic right you know so but i the way that it's been passed around is like it's this complete malfunction of dialogue that someone wrote that sincerely trying to be sexy or something because, hey, it's the weekend. And they don't seem to understand that this is intentional and it's comedic and it's funny on the show. So I don't know, I'm fine with it ending for story purposes because I could only see it decaying with a second season. Also very amusing that since we were griping about HBO Max, things have only gotten worse and they're going to start doing CNN live updates at the bottom yeah. of the screen when you're watching programs. That is absurd. That's ridiculous. Just let it die. Let let the let the network die. It's over. It had its moment in the sun. Nobody flocked to the streaming service that they tried to launch, what was it, two years ago? CNN in months? Plus.
0: I think it lasted from March to like April or I May. I think or you're something being like
1: generous that. there. I think it was a week and they pulled the plug. I think it was rapid suicide for that app
0: they got a rex chapman to do a show because he has twitter followers and that was like one of their big gets which is a great idea for a streaming service that's that's one of your voices a guy that that used to play basketball a guy that uh stole a bunch of iphones at one point and got arrested Mm -hmm. (laughs) in phoenix and and now he has a lot of twitter followers because he posts the typical lefty meme fucking bullshit uh so obviously because he's famous he's gonna have a big following. And I just remember that remember his face. Uh the the face they used kind of reminded me of, a, of that uh that prank show that Opie was in. Remember? Uh he where won they it. is that what it's called? No, no, no. He won the oh. show. Opie won? Yeah. Ugh. I remember. But I just remember uh the photo show or the photo shoot that they used, and it was just very colorful. Uh, with a very colorful black background uh and uh, i remember seeing fucking rex Chap, old chapman old ball face uh for cnn plus let me show you to see if they yeah here it is um and this is this is what's going to sell your streaming service yeah, <laughs> that wonderful. looks exactly
1: yeah. like the demo they are going for though i gotta give them credit that is certainly their consumer that's the person who's paying for cnn
0: yeah and then the op the op face. oh i hope i can find mm-hmm. i don't remember what that show was called i think it only lasted like three episodes in it we need died. to be careful
1: with i won't even say his name because i'll tell you what oh all says... of my youtube search hey recommended it's uh, all yeah. ona and howard stern shit, and i don't have any nostalgia for that era my nostalgia for that era was like 10 years ago when I was like, damn, Anthony Cumia got fired. That sucks. I yeah. guess I'll listen back. But now I just look at it. And I'm like, these people are gross. These are gross human beings. Howard Stern is bringing in like borderline retarded people on the show to
0: eat up airtime. I don't well, like I was that. Well, I was supposed to retarded people in the past. <laughs> I guess now I guess he moved up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And instead of just retarded people he can make fun of, now they're just... Kind of retarded. I, I think uh, what got me and what what actually led to all the uh,
1: recommended videos was because Anthony was talking about how Vice, their network, which is still apparently on the air. That's news to me. The Vice Network, Viceland is what it was originally called. Yeah. Who knows what it's called now? Did a dark side of the 90s special on the feud between ONA and Howard Stern, which I think was more early aughts than late 90s. Yeah. Mm. yeah maybe it was right after they went over to when Sirius and XM merged and they had to become partners essentially they had to be play nice
0: let's be real it was more Opie and Anthony's problem with Howard Stern I don't think Howard really like he was above them really Mm -hmm. so it was just a lot of them too seething because they had to join his company and had to play third father to him because it was there wasn't even second you know they weren't even number two when they joined Sirius if I remember right so I think their deal was with
1: his deal was probably with XM because I remember XM being the first ooh now it's the new radio that came up maybe I'm misremembering I don't know and then Sirius came along and I actually believe that ONA was the top program when it was just Sirius and then they merged, and then they got knocked to number three behind Howard Stern and Imus.
0: Uh I think you got that swapped. Yeah.
1: Okay. They were on XM, and he was on
0: Sirius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me see. XM. And I think
1: a lot of that feud came from exactly what you just said: is, oh, they were the big dog at this, at uh, you know, Pepsi, but now that Coke and Pepsi are the same thing. Yeah. Guess what? You're third place.
0: I honestly find that show unlistenable now. Um and and I think it's mostly because I've before I didn't really mind Obi that much, but now I just I can't. Every time he opens his mouth, he, he bothers me so much. And uh I I've been trying to listen to the Patrice ones just because I I miss hearing him talk shit, but every time he interrupts with a call of a listener that has nothing interesting or funny to say and just destroys the flow of what's happening or just a lot of just anthony raging r- race shit that i'm just like i it's i can't you know i can't See, anymore
1: i i was never uh one of these ardent op haters i didn't like OP, he's definitely the least funny component of the show but opie was designed for old radio and yeah. he just did not adapt anything. And he wasn't like a particularly funny guy. He he was like funny enough, I guess, to hold his own on that show when it was like 2000, 2001. But even that, like that's kind of being kind. That's being polite on my part. He was always yeah. just middling at best. So I, I, I mean, he was always kind of just, you knew what to expect with Opie, in my opinion. Anyway, if Anthony was out that day or if Jim Norton was out that day, and you were listening to like late 2014 2013 Opie, and I anything you knew that was going to be a bad bad day
0: yeah there and was that, was, be that was a lot of a lot of sam or a lot of travis or a lot of e-rock and I, his thing was just the shock jock thing right and I, I i don't know i guess i i wasn't i mean I, I was still i was listening when the show was on i remember going to i think it was reddit where people would post a full three hours, three and a half hours uh, uh, show. And I would download it daily to listen to it. But mm. yeah, I, there, were,
1: there were websites, uh, at least one website I had bookmarked that would update daily with an MP3 copy of the show. Yeah. Or the other thing I would do, because SiriusXM never asked for a credit card, is you would just create a new email at the end of the month and sign up for the free trial. And I did that probably about like 20 times. So I I just would do that in rapid succession. At that point, I was working a day job, and Opie and Anthony would go live right as I was going into work. And I had like a little desk job and everything, and it was a very nice setup. I was like, "All right, Opie and Anthony will eat up about three hours out of the yeah. six hours that I'm working today. This is good. This is nice." And then that ended, and that always sucks when you when you're, you know, your primary station of entertainment when you're at work. Especially if it's that kind of show where it's just very easy to listen to, and it's you can compartmentalize it so it doesn't distract from anything that you're doing. That disappears, and then suddenly it's just what Sam Roberts and Jim Norton. Yeah, that's not a great combo either. But I, still, I mean, that's still on, right? They love money, so yeah, they got nothing else to do. Jim Norton, it, it's too late for him. He ain't gonna be that big comedian. He decided, okay, this is it for me. Opie and Anthony was my heyday. Kind of unfortunate, but what? Else, I well, mean, you, what, you, is, what is he going to go mainstream? What is he going to have? Uh, <laughs> what,
0: I mean, what, what would he? What would he do? He have the Dane yeah. Cook career where he's employee he, of the month? He tried uh, acting and he was really bad at it. And only his friends would put him on stuff. I'm sure that, like, is he in that Louis movie? Even that Louis. Joy List? No, he's Joy not List in that. Movie? I don't yeah. think he's in that. I never finished it. I couldn't. I've uh, I I hate how all of those comedians talk about how Bobby Kelly is such a great actor. And he completely took me out of that movie. As soon as he showed up and he did his acting thing, I was like, I can't. Me and my girl were like, This guy sucks. We <laughs> were just like, I can't, I can't move past this thing. And I just I never even got to the point where what uh Dipolo showed up and like the family thing that was supposed to be like the funny part of the movie didn't even make it that far. Uh and uh, uh, as much as I like Louis, uh, I haven't checked his last two, three specials either. Um, they're
1: fine. I mean, I, I, they're they're about the same level of quality as what you would expect. I don't think anything is going to be as funny from Louis as that leaked set that went out on YouTube. Yeah, sure. That was hilarious. That that felt like old Louis C.K. That felt like 1999 Louis C.K. Uh, the Joe List movie, though, I mean, Joe List is a charisma vacuum. That is a very poor choice to cast as your lead actor. And I know he's working on a horror film now, Louis is. I hope that goes well. I hope there's a little bit more of a budget behind it. I briefly spoke to the guy who did all the sound on that movie, Fourth of July, and it seemed like I knew more about sound than he did. So mm. I, I think Louis. He should have the money to just reach into different places and get quality people on board, but maybe not. Maybe he doesn't know the first thing about it. I have no idea. But I, w- I would like to see some sort of resurgence where he can start to get a little closer to that Woody Allen career that you know he's hungering for.
0: So, well, how he started, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. You see, the Hor- Horace and Pete, and even Tomorrow Louis. Night. Yeah, his yeah. first movie, Tomorrow Night, is just like
1: clearly aping Robert Downey Sr. and um, and Woody Allen. Woody Allen's got a new movie coming out, too. This is actually... So this year is kind of like a monkey's paw year for movies, it seems like, because you have all these big-shot directors like putting their films out, and I don't think any of them are going to be good. I think they're all going to be bad. Like Harmony Korine's movie, I'm kind of pissed that he just started a company called Edgelord when I've been sitting on this movie, Cringelord, <laughs> for two years. Because now, when... My shit yeah. comes out, they're going to go, this oh, you fucking film yeah. nerd, he, st- he got that from Harmony Corinne. No, especially, I didn't.
0: Especially since you like him, too. Like I do you- like him a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, mean,
1: I will say, though, when it comes to Harmony Corinne, I like him more in theory than in practice. I find a lot of his work to just kind of be too fluid. Um, and this movie in particular that's coming up that's shot entirely in infrared is probably going to be another
0: example of that,
1: where that just seems like it's going to be a
0: headache to sit through. Is that with Travis Scott, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, Trash Humpers was painful to sit through. I don't even remember if I made it to the end. Uh, it takes
1: me a good four attempts sometimes to, to penetrate his work and get through it to the very end. Trash Humpers took me two times. And the second time, I actually enjoyed it. But Julian Donkey Boy, I tried that three or four times when I was like twenty years old. And I was like, "This is just not happening for me." This is I. I like Spud. I like the actor who plays Spud in Train Spotting, who's the lead in this, Hugh Bremner. That's not enough. That's not enough for me. And I finally finished it. It took twenty something years. I finally finished it
0: <laughs> only recently, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess it was all right." So what's the movie about? Just a guy and. A gross family, and they're gross. Yeah, yeah kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bit more of an empathetic figure than what
1: you get in Gummo or Kids. You know, I was, I, I was, uh, I think I was reading a Kino Corner review of Kids on Letterboxd, and he was like, his complaint right. with the movie. Do you remember Kids? Did you see Kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did the show on you Kids this recently. Show. Yeah, yeah kind of recently. We did the Larry Clark Harmony Korine triple feature. And his review was that Casper, I think it was Casper. No, no, no. Is it Casper or is it Telly? Telly's the one who spreads AIDS, I think.
0: Let's take a look at the review. Why don't we just look at the review?
1: For the the people who are watching this episode of Bang Bang on Patreon.com slash loras you get the video. So let's take a look at this fuck hold on i don't remember what my
0: what my password is for letterboxd well you don't uh, have
1: to do that you can just go to his profile it's slash i think the kino corner okay
0: uh, is that- is, Lu- is yeah. louis movie called uh share <sighs> i fucked that up <laughs> Sher- cheryl oaks is that, that is shelby that oaks shelby <laughs>
1: cheryl oak sounds like a country singer i have no idea who the
0: fuck all cheryl right Oakson. well there's the damn you joke. fucked that up twice <laughs> doing that. great joke uh you fumbled the ball
1: and then you deflated it here it is okay let's take a look all right so Kino corners review this is kind of a mixed bag for me and Kino's only like a 25 year old guy 21 year old guy i think he just graduated from high school this year Mm-hmm. Let's see. However, I have some major problems with the script. For one, I just can't believe that someone like Telly is able to have sex with as many girls as he does, or for that matter, with the kinds of girls that he does. He punches way above his weight, knowing what we know now about HIV and how it spreads. It's also kind of ridiculous that Saviny got HIV after one sexual encounter with Telly. It feeds into the AIDS sensationalism of the time, but doesn't hold up well now. I'd believe the story a lot more if Telly was more suave and less of a street kid who liked getting loaded and banging every woman on his radar. Can we take a look at Telly, the actor who also appears in Bully? He's got a very specific-looking face, this Telly character. So we're going to do that in a moment. But think back to when you... We're just an adolescent. This guy, okay, this guy, pounding so, puss left and yeah, right. So Kino he doesn't a- believe it. <laughs> now, problem with him pounding, yeah. This is such like a narrow, and I'm not trying to pick apart Kino's review or Kino Corner, but th- I I know for a fact when I was like 13, 14 years old, the the scrubby looking wigger kids like that were fucking left and right. All over the place with the same kind of game that Telly in that movie had. Just, oh, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that and then was that my would be high that.
0: school. That was the only people that were fucking. Mm-hmm. Just those kids. Yeah. They were not afraid. They were just like, whatever. Like, exactly.
1: Just, they're uh, the first one to take off once the, the gun is shot at the race. That's it. That's yeah. all that was. It was, hey, they're the they're the boldest for the time being, and they're probably gonna fuck whoever will open their legs. And that in you know when when that is your game plan you're gonna get some good looking girls here and there also is Kino saying these teenage girls are good looking <laughs> i don't know i don't know Kino's he's in high school he's a <laughs> he's a ninth grader this he's Kino a teenager corner. yeah but keno that to me was like that's gen z brain right there and like online right wing gen z brain where it's like you gotta you know the first thing you gotta do is go to the gym you got to like you got to say oh how many guys did you sleep with seven you're a
0: fucking pig you're
1: dead to me whore yeah. then she'll the- love you
0: then she'll sleep with you the hiv think it's funny thing is funny because it's like when i got hiv i had to have sex 20 times with someone that had <laughs> hiv to get <laughs> it
1: <laughs> look you don't know what tally was doing tally could have been really big into ass you know ass for ass that's what you didn't hear behind the scenes of kids with larry clark on the set with his shirt off what the hell was he doing on that set with his shirt <laughs> off i don't know i don't want to know but that was i i thought back to that and i was like this is this is so out of touch for kino to be commenting on this and think that that yep yeah, there's larry clark with his tongue out and his shirt off and the boy's shirt off he's a normal guy
0: yeah He's what, like 65 here? Yeah he, was, yeah, he was
1: old. He was old back then. He's really old now. He had to stop midway through the Brett Easton Ellis podcast a couple of years ago because he was like nodding off from drugs. You know, he's he's got a big time drug problem. I heard he loves heroin. I heard he loves crack. So you can imagine what kinds of things this guy got up to. It's amazing that he's such a well, con- or was anyway, a well concentrated artist who created many great works yeah well he looks good and healthy there he must not have been oh no, no. no. never mind <laughs> I, I thought, thought was this paul was paul schrader, schrader yes. yeah yeah damn they should do celebrity boxing larry clark versus paul schrader
0: celebrity rehab <laughs> paul schrader and his facebook rehab and and uh larry clark what young <laughs> young people but rehab Oh, yeah.
1: hey, are you following that Dylan Dennis, Logan Paul drama at all? I'm so big into the Paul brothers right now. I just bought my first prime here right now. Wasn't and it I'll, I'll tell you what, it was a little too sugary for me. Mm. Even though there's only one gram of sugar, no added sugars, it was not bad. It wasn't bad. There was no artificial coloring. It was just coconut water colored, but it was very overwhelmingly blue raspberry flavored.
0: Are you gonna build a wall of bottles so that you have those colors on your wall? So I can pee in them prime? so I don't yeah. have to get up from my bed at night. Yeah. yeah. I am just like, this is what just... Logan would do. <laughs> this is what Logan does every night. No, I'm I need, I mean I'm aware of of what's going on, but I I don't care. I don't care. Influence I, don't, I, very, I, I, um... I was
1: gonna say I don't care, but I'm following it, so maybe I care a degree. I'm not really invested in it. I here's here's I'm just interested. That's all. It's it's a element of fascination for me. Because this is kind of a new thing. I mean, I guess it's really not. Kim Kardashian and Kanye, that was one thing. Everyone was like, nah, dude, you gotta you gotta dump her. She's a slam pig. She's fucking Ray J in the video. What are you thinking? Ray J. They had one hit in the nineties. What it's are you doing, the,
0: man? It's this uh some hide with uh i right? Well,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same situation
0: with that. So,
1: but I think that's a little bit different because she's actively selling her body on OnlyFans. So she's like a legitimate, she's a prostitute adjacent. How about that? Yeah. What? what? So the, the situation here with Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis, Dylan Dennis is his fight opponent. Yeah. And he decided not to go at Logan Paul because everyone goes at Logan Paul. He's immune to that by now. He decided to go after Logan Paul's fiance, and Logan Paul's fiance, I guess, has a lot of photos that would raise suspicion in a man if he didn't know about them. Photos with people like LeBron James or like Shaq or somebody—I don't know—a bunch of black dudes, it's a bunch of bunch of black athletes, and then DiCaprio, and then Dr. Oz,
0: and then hundreds of holding men. Mokri. He just posted a picture with Colleen Mulcahy, you know, from whose Line, line, is it? (laughs) There it is. Okay. So he's been
1: doing this nonstop. He will post like 20 photos a day of Logan Paul's fiance with men or without men or Photoshopped or just whatever. And it's kind of like that one actually, hold on, scroll up a little bit. That one made me laugh oh actually, my god i, was, I didn't i funny. didn't
0: see that before hold on but, let me let me share it to see what this video says because the first thing i when i googled his name uh one of the news was that he posted an x-rated video of her on his twitter so let's see what she says here sauce. by the way i'm very proud of myself this is the longest can we turn
1: up the volume ever. on this oh, oh yeah, sir i've watched this video I don't know if this is intended to be a, like a girl, Amy Schumer kind of joke or mm. what the backstory okay. on this is, but let's listen.
0: I am very proud of myself. This is the longest I've ever gone without sex since I started. Obviously, it's driving me crazy. I am struggling. I need penis inside of me. <laughs> ASAP. Like, all I want is, like, a big, fat sausage just destroying my body. So, if any of you guys know a good dick that doesn't have STDs on it, I'll take it. Right here. By the way, I'm very... Yeah, that's
1: rough. (laughs) Yeah, It's bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of it could be chalked up to celebrity encounters, you know. Some of it not so much. She did date DiCaprio for, I guess, like a year or something like that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is on on Logan's end in terms of knowing about all this stuff in advance or what.
0: It's it's funny because all he's doing is selling the, the fight and he's doing a really good job at selling the fight by just doing this all the attention that uh-huh. this thing is getting. He's probably going to get his ass kicked too because he's boxing, right? So, hey, secure that bag I guess, I guess, right?
1: I think if he doesn't win this if Dylan Dennis doesn't win this match, he's managed to get a lot of followers on Twitter and Instagram. If he doesn't win the match, you're going to see a lot of those followers not engaging with the he's gonna look like a bot account it's gonna look like oh 30 likes on this post and people are gonna be like well you paid for the followers And he probably didn't they probably just they'll have nothing else to do or say you kind of gotta for both of these guys you gotta end the other guy's career with logan paul you can end his career if he loses this it doesn't really matter he's gonna continue on just fine but if if he wins and i do think he will
0: win it's over for dylan he's untouchable right you can't really and his career, because he's got his hand in a lot of different, you know, things where even if let's say what his podcast like what what's his career, right? He's got businesses. He fights. He has that podcast. He didn't he make movies for or with <laughs> YouTube bread? Yeah, uh,
1: they tried that. That didn't really work out, though, did it? That was it the the thinning or something like yeah. that? It was something really horrible. Those yeah, that's not the medium for those guys. Logan Paul will be president someday. I say that completely without a trace of irony. That's just the type of guy he's shaping up to be.
0: I think that says more about the American <laughs> politics than, than anything else. Right? I mean, you're
1: not wrong about that, of course not. But I well, think everyone, that sort of everyone
0: that, that yeah, that grew up with him is gonna be an adult. So I guess there's He's your votes, impenetrable
1: right? in a way that Trump has been impenetrable. And I think that's very valuable in any field you pursue. And it's probably only a matter of time because these guys have massive egos and they've done a really good job of just conquering certain forums that they get involved in. At some point, politics will come up and it'll, it, you know, it, I think it'll happen. We'll
0: see, though. ah. Uh that's kind of kind of depressing uh <laughs> uh i mean would he be that much worse than what's going on right now really i think that's, no he that's... wouldn't Oh, no. there's nothing exactly. that could be
1: potentially worse than this i i mean short of like a south africa situation i i think we're we're right on death's door so we'll we'll see what happens i mean how do you even proceed as a country like we're not going to get too deep into the politics here, mm-hmm. but like, let's say that Trump gets, Trump loses, and Trump goes to jail, and Trump gets executed in prison. <laughs> they give him the because de- it could have. Hey, it's on the table. Yeah. The death penalty is right. on the table. <laughs> what? How do you proceed as a country then? How do you? How do you have that little thing and just go? He was the bad guy. It had to happen. What
0: do you do? Well, that's uh, that's know. that's where you get your civil war, right? Because you have. So you have two sites that completely hate each other. And one side is 1000% on, on the worst thing in the world needs to happen to him. And the other side is 1000% in like, he's a God that we need to support with everything. So I think if that was to happen, it's probably when, you know, the second civil war would start that or something would think, like that,
1: but I don't think so. I think Americans are too fat and lazy, and they can't be to, inconvenienced to step away from to online. toddlers and tiaras on yeah. HBO Max. So I don't think so. I think they'll just accept it. And then at a certain point, they're going to have to rationalize with what has happened. And I, do, I don't know how you proceed. I don't know what – how you – I mean, I get – the perspective for like a lot of 60 year olds who are these hippy dippy Ben and Jerry liberals that are just like, yeah, he's, he's a traitor or whatever. And then you have the Hassan Pikers or whatever, which is that guy even relevant anymore? I think the worst thing that could have happened for any of their careers is their side or the closest thing to their side, whatever's adjacent to their side winning. Mm -hmm. Because I thought about this the other day, where's Kyle Kuklinski Kolinsky, excuse me, uh, where is the little narrow-faced fuck that would go on Joe Rogan every so often? He's from Boston. David really? Pakman, that's who I was thinking of. Where right. are these guys? They disappeared without a trace. Even Jimmy Dore, who still likened himself a lefty, even if he was critical of things, kind of disappeared. So many
0: of these people are just completely irrelevant now. Well, that's why CNN died, right? <laughs> they need him. They depend on him. Uh, to rally their base against him and to get the ratings. They've never been as popular as they were when Trump was in, in presidency. And as soon as he left that channel, it's not even in airports anymore, is it? I don't know. I You're It probably sure? depends on
1: the airport. They did have a monopoly for the longest time, but I don't know. I think we're in very interesting territory and I can't see it being a full on repeat. But I, I can also see like things starting to go back to how they were in the bad days, the dark ages of of things where people were a lot more skittish. They were a lot more jumpy. Right now, I feel like you can kind of say anything you want. I feel like if you just tweeted out certain words, certain <laughs> N-words on Twitter in all capitals over and over and over again, it would probably take you like a week to get flagged by anybody. Again, yeah, I think, you would, I think you would actually get a free pass. They
0: would just be like, delete this tweet, please. <laughs> Could you please delete really? this? Could you please purchase a subscription and then you can tweet <laughs> it?
1: <laughs> I think that's the only thing that spared my actual account. Because remember, I, I posted the sketch from Comfort Systems that was the cool and young Sheldon episode. And they said, this is hate speech. Goodbye, forgotten genres account. Goodbye, headshot account. So long, but I got to keep my main
0: one because that was verified. We don't even say the word in that sketch. You don't? It's not even, it's not even on screen, is it?
1: yeah oh, it screen. is with an A. It is yeah. on screen. Yeah,
0: it's on yeah. screen.
1: I See, I was the original Luke Valentine. That's what I'll tell him.
0: Uh, future okay. guest of this show. Oh, past hopefully. guest of this show. Oh, right. Yeah. True. You well, were busy. I,
1: I was Sorry. Busy. Hans had dinner plans. Hans was talking with the CEO of the E Network. That night, because he's trying to, he's trying to branch off and have his own little talk show. He thinks he's going to have a Joel McHale kind of career. Yeah, get a hairpiece that (laughs) fills up his entire dome once he reaches a certain point of money earned for you. A
0: hairpiece that still has like a widow's peak for whatever reason. Instead of getting like a proper hairline, he still had like a shitty hairline. Well, he overthought it. It Was like, I need
1: people to believe this is real. So, how would it look? Well, it was kind of like that,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to do something like the Soup. That's a a fun show. Just make fun of retarded people for half an hour. That was good. I enjoyed that show. Who else was a host of that? Aisha Tyler. I think it was right? Craig
1: Kilborn. Talk Soup.
0: It was originally Talk one?
1: Soup back in the back in the nineties. Yeah, and then it was Aisha Tyler, and then they relaunched it as the Soup, and the rest is history. Joel and McHale they, has so didn't much. Didn't they to
0: also, They also mm-hmm. moved it to Netflix, right? Or Oh no, he had a show that was just The Soup, but with a different name for Netflix. And I think there's only like four episodes. And yeah, and that's it.
1: Now he's back on E. Now he has nothing because nobody's casting him anymore. So he's doing a, he's hosting a reality show called House of Villains. And it's just like Bad Girls Club bitches
0: Um, fighting it out for
1: $10,000 or something like that. I don't know.
0: Wow, it's not even that much money. Didn't uh? It's
1: probably didn't... it's probably fifty grand. It's always fifty grand when it's a competition show, at least. But there's only ten of them. There's only ten people playing.
0: Sam Hyde's reality show didn't. That, how much was the price for that? Thirty. I think that wound up being thirty or forty grand. So a similar budget that when Sam Hyde was offering for his show. That's kind of sad. Well, I mean, what do? What do they actually deserve, is the
1: question. Again, they're trying to do like a reality TV star union so then they can get compensation on re- First of all, they hardly ever rerun competition reality shows
0: because it spoils the outcome. You can't syndicate it. Um, whoa, 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 hold yeah. on. How, how dare you say that they don't cast him on anything? He was a judge on Is It Cake? <laughs> and he's wow. the host of a show called Crime Scene Kitchen. Okay, Prime Scene Kitchen. <laughs> uh, which says, uh, a culinary guessing game in which bakers must decode what type of dessert was made. When all that's left are a few clues, they have to recreate the recipe and the jury will determine how closely it matches the missing dessert. Who... Who watches this shit? There's so many of these baking shows that I... I, is it even older ladies watching this? I
1: think it's just like that. It's programming that women will throw on the TV and just have it play and not pay attention to the TV. But the thing is on there and, Oh, this is kind of cool is what they made an orange shavings cake. Ah, that's nice. Oh, it's a lemon sherbet souffle. That's, that's cute. I could do that. Maybe if I paid attention to the show, Oh, Back to work, back to texting, back to whatever game. So I think that's what that is essentially, what that's supposed to be. What what the serve What that serves? How civil? I see. I will watch this show. <laughs> I am not above watching the show because I like Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. He, di- he lied about right, his grandmother dying. Uh, you got Johnny Bananas in there from the challenge. You ever watch the challenge? No. Me either, but I just know he's supposed to be like the best ever at that. Omarosa, former Donald Trump White House cabinet member. Damn, they really did no favors on her face here. They made, they gave mm-hmm. her like the mask villain face. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, New York from I Love New York and Flavor of Love. They fucked with her face too. I don't know why they did that.
0: Yeah, that's horrible. Photoshop. Wait, it's Omarosa is the one on the left? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oof.
1: She looks nothing like that. She looks yes. normal. I don't awesome. know who did this. Uh, and then you Someone have one on Fiverr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I honestly thought it was Sammy Hager. So I'm glad to see that it's not Sammy Hager and it's fucking Johnny Fairplay instead. It's like, what is the ex vocalist of Van Halen doing on this thing? But no, it's just, I, that's his career, right? Johnny Fairplay. He just jumps from reality show to reality competition, I, mean, I guess.
1: What else can you do? You know? There's no other avenue for these people to go aside from more reality television. A lot of the it's, time, who's the most successful reality TV contestant?
0: I mean, I think you would know. I Trump? more than me. I don't know. I mean, it's, mm. Well, he was, well, he was like a contestant. Yeah, he, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, probably somebody from American Idol, like Kelly Clarkson, who has a talk show now, right? Well, no, that's that's right. not her at her peak, really. But she was she was. I was thinking about this the other day about how some people took off from America because I was looking up a song for an Instagram post, and it was like Fantasia. And then a, a, one of the winners was Fantasia Barino, who I've never thought about since she won. But it recommended her song to me instead of the track I was looking for that had Fantasia in the title. And. I guess American Idol's still on. I saw on Twitter, like, some kid was like, I can't believe I'm the second American Idol winner. I was like, what are you talking about? This show's been on for 25 years. You're not the second (laughs) American... So that's how young the contestants are, and I guess the winners are these days. They don't even know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I I don't listen to that type of music, but Carrie Underwood is probably the most uh, successful, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Taylor Hicks.
1: Dude, not quite. I bought his album, but that's about <laughs> it. Uh, Chris Allen, David Cook. Those guys all had, like, a good minute where they were popular. Jordan Sparks, too. Actually, mm-hmm. out of the first eight winners, the only two who who didn't really take off were Taylor Hicks and Ruben Studdard. So... I mean, they both had like that one hit single that they did at the end of the show, but it didn't. Nothing came of it. Nothing followed. Clay Aiken was the actual breakout from season two, and he also burnt out. Chris Daughtry
0: for season five, Mm -hmm. he came in fourth place. He had a band called Daughtry, right? Of just very, I guess alt rock, if you want to call it that. Is that still?
1: I don't I don't know. I thought you know the last thing I heard about Daughtry was he was acting in a Batman fan film. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> he played Hugo Strange in a Batman fan film.
0: So it, the band Steel uh Big Machine Records signed the band. Release a new single on August 11. Cool. I want to see where they're touring to see to uh, go see them in person? No, just to see the, just like we did with Rich Voss the other day. <laughs> it's like, where is Rich Voss playing? To I see bet how you. Much they're charging.
1: See, it, it's kind of hard to gauge the popularity with musicians because you would assume a guy like Daughtry with his band at this point, because the peak of his fame was American Idol 5. That was 2006, maybe. He's probably yeah. performing at a bar where you can get in and see him perform if you buy one drink.
0: Oh. But hey. Look at this. You can get a $300 ticket to see dot A $160. Wow. I mean, this is in September, as you can see, uh it's not uh particularly not sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the expensive seats seem to be seem to be available. I guess uh, they're
1: expensive for a reason. What venue
0: is this? Person
1: Theater. Person Theater. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, good for him for still keeping up with it, you know. Oh, he's got a new music video, though. Do you want to?
0: Yeah, let's take a look at this real quick. Okay. Maybe it's quality. Maybe it's decent. All right, hold on. Let me let me pull up his Vivo. Remember Vivo? Vivo. That
1: was J- didn't Jay Z launch that as like, oh, we're gonna take down something? Wasn't it like to take down what came before Spotify? uh pandora yeah it was like to take down pandora he launches vivo exclusively
0: through youtube Eh. vivo is an american multinational video hosting service yeah but was that jay-z i think jay-z had something to do with it but i don't care let's look at dodgy's music video i want to enjoy this seven days ago new video came out okay yeah this is exciting all right it's called artificial
1: It looks like that movie in Greenland with Gerard Butler.
0: Yeah. Gamer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Hmm. You know, this has a very similar look to that Batman fan film he acted in. I wonder. Same director? yeah same vfx crew or something maybe he did a favor and was like yeah i'll act in it for free if you do my music video
0: Fuck! i can't believe people still listen to music that sounds like this i mean what's the
1: alternative it's not, i i feel like there's not a big wow this genre is really great right now yeah people seem really big into country music that was a huge wake-up call for me i mean i i knew it was always popular but then taking a look at the itunes charts and it was all country that was a little mind-bending
0: do you think it's because conservatives are the only ones to spend money on music anymore <laughs> because they don't know how to download it illegally or use Spotify
1: honestly it might that might be close to the truth
0: it's who's buying music okay this is this all right, yeah we don't all right, yeah that's fine. This, uh, this this dude. also
1: kind of reminds me of like so I there was this this kid I went to high school with who in retrospect I think peaked early. And he was an impressive rapper, and he came in second place in Eminem's like competition or something that he did yeah. to like find the new, the new Eminem. And he he's a white guy, and he was talented, and he kind of got into like video editing and all this like Photoshop composition stuff early, and made a big impression, and was somebody that locally was like the one of the local famous guys. And I saw what he's been up to lately. Again, this is like famous for the local, for Quincy, Massachusetts, which is a nothing town. What he's doing now, and it's just what we just saw. It's Chris Daughtry's music video. It's it's the same thing for like 10, 15 years. And it's just like, damn, you, you had something there for a second, and you didn't do anything with it, and you just stayed the same.
0: I didn't even know that Eminem had a rapping competition or whatever <laughs> yeah
1: i think they you know what i think it really is i think companies borrow eminem's name and they're like yeah we'll sponsor a rap battle competition and eminem will take a look at your tape and then eminem gets the tape and it's like hustle and flow where the dude just fucking unspools it in the t- mm. in the toilet and leaves it there so it's
0: like like he's a uh, serious uh station where he never even no, sorry, I'm thinking of Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx had a radio station with his name. I think it was called Foxhole. And he just never, he was never there. It was just his name. uh, Pretty much like that. Just use his name, but he's not really involved in it much. Just uh, recognized because of his name. The true superhero of, of battle rap. Well,
1: yeah, I- uh, uh, Did you have anybody uh, like that when you were going to high school or anything? Now, obviously, you grew up in, like, seven different places. but Yeah.
0: What, someone I knew that made it big? Not even made it big, but just had potential. Something.
1: And, like, they captured the moment but didn't do anything. There were a couple of kids like that in Quincy. The other one was this dude, and I'll name him because why not? Uh, he was on an, uh, a series of The uh, the Real World. He was on a season of The Real World, St. Thomas. And his name was Brandon Kane. And everybody used to call him Hollywood Kane. And I remember he was popular on MySpace. That's how far back we're going now. He was popular on MySpace and was this, I don't wanna say emo, but he was definitely scene kid styled. This is him, yeah. Brandon Kane. And he got on the real world. He got kicked off the real world for using cocaine. But I remember there was a big. He got pre-canceled. This was. Can we see what year this was? St. Thomas. It had to be like 2011 or so. It was kind of after the whole MySpace heyday.
0: Uh, wait. Brandon does construction in the Boston area. That's that's the buy. Is that what he's doing now? I wonder. I don't think he lives in Massachusetts anymore.
1: They blacklisted him from anything MTV and real world related, which is kind of unfortunate because he was entertaining.
0: 2012.
1: 2012. Okay. Yeah. And he was the old guy of the house, I guess, at age 24. So Brandon, um, he got canceled on Facebook for saying, I'm from Boston. I'm from Southie. Cause if you're not from Boston or Southie and you say that to a group of people from Boston or Southie or people who care about such a trivial thing as that, mm. they will call you out on it and correct you. And he's not, as you can see with that bio, that was just on screen. It said Quincy, Massachusetts. Yeah. So I remember a lot of hate coming his way when that first <laughs> episode premiered and he's like, yeah, I'm Brandon from Boston. And in fairness, it's, it's just easier. It's easier yeah. to say you're from Boston if you're from Massachusetts or just think like you've been New England. And I've known people who lived in New Hampshire and were like, Yeah, I'm from Boston. That's mm-hmm. not even the same fucking state, but I'm from Boston. I was born yeah, exactly. in Boston <laughs> Hospital. Yeah. So let me make that. I got a Boston Red Sox cap right here. How about that? Yeah. So he's a phony. He's a fraud. He should have been kicked off over that, not cocaine. What do you expect him to do on the real world?
0: Sit around, read. Yeah, that's weird that I mean, I guess we're talking about what, twenty twelve? Yeah. That's a that's a weird thing to kick someone out. I mean, wouldn't that just make it more interesting for the real world? Knowing that there's someone with I I didn't drug even problem? know they drug tested people on the real world. What a waste. Yeah. But he was also like, Hey, you wanna see my
1: cutting scars? Yeah. <laughs> those are what you think they are. So I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict and I've been through rehab three times. I think he started the first episode saying that and then I guess they were worried i think they were worried i remember he was like hanging out in a tree in one episode like doing the sad boy thing like nobody here understands me and at that point you know he he was he was like known around quincy as hollywood because he was like the skinny abercrombie looking dude but he was fat on the real world i remember he had boobs and like a little bit of a gut and he was just like hanging out in the tree shirtless he was like the only fat guy contestant. And you
0: can't really see it with
1: the shirt on, but damn, it was unflattering.
0: Well, that's what you want from that show, right? You want a train wreck. You want to see real people being messy on that show. Why would you just want regular people being regular? Who cares, right? It's yeah. like the it's like a Big Brother. You want freaks in Big Brother, right? You don't want you know, uh, oh, these guys that don't even curse. They don't have any. They devices. don't curse. They, they don't do they, they Yeah, slurs. You know exactly they, they, those types like, of guys. Well, like I'm not. Just,
1: I'm not even trying to circle back to reality. He's just an example of yeah. somebody else who was from my town, who was looked at as like, here's one of the local celebrities, and it was him, and it was this rapper kid, and. It was just like, oh, you you stayed frozen in time. I have no idea what Brandon Kane's up to. He kind of disappeared after that. The last thing I, I saw from him was um, it was around like the time we were getting back into the swing of things publicly in 2016 or 2017 and he shaved his head and was a welder somewhere and was mm-hmm. like super right-wing Christian.
0: Yeah, I just uh and also didn't the real world have like a guy who had AIDS and another guy that would like spit on people and <laughs> right? Wasn't Puck kind of a piece Puck. of shit? Well,
1: he didn't do or anything might... to break the rules, but he did some he was nasty and he was a problem. I love Puck. <laughs> I think he's the best thing to happen to that show. And they he's the I think he's the only contestant where they all sat down and were like, We just can't live with him anymore. We have to tell him Listen, uh, let's call him up. We said, hey, we're leaving your bags outside. We changed the locks. Sorry, <laughs> Puck. You didn't break any rules technically, but god damn, are you insufferable to fucking live with? Cause he was doing stuff like picking his nose and digging in the peanut butter jar and he'd eat it. Oh. And, um he was he was a problem.
0: Yeah, I think you've you've said that before, and every time I react the same way, just uh
1: And you have a guy uh, with HIV in the house, right? So like someone who's vulnerable. To all, that, all that disease to and sickness and yeah maybe
0: <laughs> Puck? You don't know where the fuck Puck's been. So Puck's great. You're, you're <clears> right <throat> about him being completely cancelled in the race though because I can't find one video that even mentions him on YouTube at all. You know
1: I uh, went back recently because I had watched the first three seasons of The Real World back in 2021 or so and I went and I checked out the first episode of Real World St. Thomas and the season's still up. They don't promote him on any of the streaming services or they don't sh- but he's like the star of the season he's the main character of the season he gets kicked out right before the last episode because of the drug test but it seems like i don't know it's just dumb to me especially when you're doing the challenge and all these shows that require past cast members why not why not mm-hmm. throw somebody like that back in there so
0: i don't know i think that's my that's my problem with the reality show too because uh even though a show like that is perfect for train wrecks, uh, kind of like those rehab shows where you're not really watching because you want them to get better. You're watching because you want to see them, you know, be a mess and destroy themselves <laughs> and during the show because that's, that's what's interesting about them. But the fact that they all have like this, I don't want to say rules because I don't have a problem with them having rules, but so puritanical, you know, so... Like what happened with Luke? It's like, okay, so he said that word. So what? That's if, if that's who he is, which I'm not saying he is, let him be on the show, right? You're supposed to be showing people and how they act with other people. If that's what he said, what do you think? That no one else uses that? Or that that's enough to kick someone out on a show where you're there to watch a trainer or to watch people just... You know, drama, real drama. I guess that's the that's the thing that doesn't fit with me with, with reality shows. It's like, why do you even have morality? Shouldn't there should be no morality? It should just be, you know, this is this is this is a group of messes and enjoy and and uh, celebrate the fact that you're not like them, mm-hmm. right? That should be there, or at least that's well, it what it used to be that yeah, way. Feel. It yeah. used to
1: be that way. How about you know you go back to the original Survivor and. They're calling the future winner of the show "fat naked fag," right. and the guy, one of the guys who votes for him to win, is like, "I just find the idea of fat naked fag winning a million dollars hilarious." And it got is him that, the win. He won. He won <laughs> narrowly, four to three. So, is that the old guy? The old no, guy? it was it was the thirty year old oh. doctor. That guy was actually pretty. I mean, if you think about it, I don't think he ever called Hatch a fag, but he was like, he tried to make it. He was friends with him. He was like you know, not in a homosexual way. That's for sure. That was his, his line, I guess. But he never, I don't think he ever called him a, I think he called him a queer and a homo like in the confessional <laughs> booth. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a queer, but he's strong.
0: It's like, all right. But he was the best part of that show Hatch yeah, because Hatch he right. was a kind of a piece of shit. And again, that's what you want. I, that was one of the things that bothered me from the last survival that I watched, uh, that we talked about um for jack where, yes yeah yeah yeah. where uh the trans man had to leave because he didn't have his medicine or whatever that the, that the was tra-
1: no the trans man lied about um uh, being on certain medication all right and then detoxing abruptly from that medication which could cause violent outbursts and all sorts of shit i forget which medication it was but it's a pretty serious one like oh lithium
0: right yeah. Okay, but I remember that everyone was nice and everyone was friends, and I was just like, I, I, you need some nasty. You need, you need a villain. You need someone that, that is not just put on for the show. I also hated the fact that everyone was such a huge fan of I the show. I hate that too. Yeah. Because then everyone's just. Excited every time the host shows up, they're like, "Oh my god, it's the guy that we've been watching for twenty years." And then the interview is like, "I can't believe that he is just like a." It's disgusting. It makes me sick
1: to my stomach. I hate all of those people. And I said to Luke, "I was like, hey, one of the refreshing things about you is you don't know fucking anything about Big Brother because he he was in there a little over a week, and he was like the only guy who was not gaming at all. He was just kind of airheaded on the show by comparison, and just." feeling things out you know you need people like that that's what makes for an interesting more dynamic arrangement of contestants but i digress we talk about reality tv too much on <laughs> on, on this show i think i don't
0: even watch any of it, I, I, you I, don't I, even. Yeah, it you're completely
1: unaffected by this at the end of the
0: day what what do you watch uh true crime documentaries and uh uh I've been getting a lot of, which is really annoying because I don't know any of these people, but I've been getting a lot of like YouTube drama shit. And I just try to erase or try to always select like not interested in YouTube, but YouTube still keeps throwing that shit at me. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, what's the YouTube drama you've been recommended?
1: Does it have anything uh, to do with? no it's not
0: even it's not even that big uh uh what did i get today illuminati or something like that it's some fat girl that that uh was mean to someone or something and there's videos of like an hour talking about how she was mean and i'm just like who i uh i saw a, a comment on on the uh which video i think the the clip video maybe or the video for the last episode that you put out um where where they were like, oh you went to film school to be a youtuber <laughs> yeah and I was like I'm I don't think of myself as <laughs> a youtuber I mean we're, we're on YouTube yeah but it's not like we have the you know well I mean I was gonna say it's not like we have those thumbnails where we're making faces but i think Thought you make sure that. that we, we do <laughs> <business> <laughs> that. i think you kind of make sure that we kind of do and i look kind of stupid in most of them but uh, the teeth one that you, that you did for the last one is pretty horrendous uh but uh yeah, it kind of just-
1: so it gave me three options there because what i used was generative fill and i just said bright white smile and i tried to fill in the black so i took your photo Generative fill is kind of mind-blowing in terms of... Yeah, there, you, there you go. <laughs> um, So...
0: You're smaller than mine, too. Yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth are bigger, yeah.
1: Yeah, yours don't fit your jaw. Yours are all fucked up. Mine, it's just kind of... You know, you could almost believe those are my teeth, but then I have a black guy mustache. I have it the looks, Sean, yeah. Sean King mustache.
0: The thin, thin, close to your lip, but it also looks like you have 200 teeth. I look like a Wigger
1: cop, like yeah. a New York cop in a 2002 movie that hangs out in the projects. I'm working undercover on this drug operation. So <clears throat> here's what happened. Gener- have you toyed with Generative Phil? Have we-, we haven't talked about Generative Phil, really. I don't even know what that is, no. Generative Phil is a new... AI component to Photoshop where you can take, uh, maybe I should do an example here. Let me see what I got up here in Photoshop. And uh, do you want to get me an image? We can do this as a quick experiment here. Sure. I hope I have screen share available because I've never rebooted Zoom because they always tell you, hey, you got to reboot Zoom before you do that. I've never done that. I don't want anyone looking at my screen. Um, here. But let's Let take this. a look here. Just give me any image, kind of low quality, not low quality necessarily, but not like a high def image probably. Or it can be high def, who cares? Who gives a shit? There. In the chat here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you think about this Shelby Oaks thing? I kind of had a little debate back and forth with uh, our pal, the cinematologist, Jacob A. Miller, on Twitter, because he seems put off by the fact that it's taken so long for Shelby Oaks. What you call it? Cheryl Oaks?
0: Cheryl Oaks, yeah. Cheryl Oaks <laughs> Sounds like a country singer. is uh,
1: taking too long to come out, and he's asking for more money so he can pay his visual effects artist something
0: reasonable. I... I honestly think that um, I I I don't have an opinion on it because it's his project. So if he feels, well, this is something that we we've, we've spoken about a couple of times on on the on uh, on chat. But he's the biggest, if not one of the biggest, uh, movie reviewers on YouTube, right? Yeah. So for his, his big project, I'm sure that I'm sure he's more artistic than you uh and you were a freak when it comes to making sure that everything is perfect and rightfully so right because you want your first movie to be quality especially sure. if if this is what we do weekly where we just critique other people's movies oh, right oh yeah yeah and if you put out a fucking dog walker quality movie then no one would ever listen to us talk about anything again so if he feels that he needs more money to have something of the quality that he wants it to be, and people are willing to give it, then why wouldn't he, you know, instead of, instead of just, uh, putting it out as is like, imagine if you, if mass state lottery was just the first round of shooting that we did with nothing that we did the second time, because you didn't have money for it. So, you know what I'm done with the movie uh, first first round of shooting everyone flew in we shot for a week uh, and uh, and that's it and we no one's going to fly back in again and get a movie out of this and then you put it out and what would that have been like I'll
1: tell you exactly what that would have been like that would have looked like a long comfort system sketch mm-hmm. even though it had a narrative and it had everything that a movie needs The it just wasn't there it wasn't right. there yet it wasn't there until the second round of reshooting really there was a lot there was a lot that was already in place and we could have done it but mm. it wouldn't have been it what wouldn't it have been now. what it is now so mm. it's as simple as that you got to if you have the ability to keep tweaking with it and look there's something to be said about the idea that a movie's never finished and at a certain point you just kind of have to let go of it and let it be its its thing i completely understand that but if you have full control over your product and you know you, you see room for improvement at the end, I mean, look, there's certainly illusions here to be made between Chris Stuckman's movie and Mass Day Lottery. <laughs> People keep asking, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? Yeah. It's done. It's done. But there's things that need to be tweaked here and there with it in terms of sound, yeah. in terms of certain visuals, color, making, you know, there, there's just those aspects that have to be run through. And, um, you know, I have been adding and taking away and adding and taking away all along the way. But it's a complete movie. You can watch it right now. You're not missing a beat. You get a full film under two hours. Mm -hmm. But it's in my possession still. And I'm going to keep making sure that it's as good as possible in the meantime until uh, it is time to make a sale. So in Chris Stuckman's position where he has an enormous budget by comparison. Again, Mass State Lottery probably came out to fourteen thousand dollars USD in terms of budget, something along those lines, maybe a little bit more, maybe sixteen thousand, not that much money. Yeah. He had two million dollars, I believe, and he's asking for I think two hundred thousand or five hundred thousand more. If they want to give it to him, give it to you know, if they don't have to. Right. They can say no thank you, and he'll have to find another way. I don't I so to echo your point here there's a lot on the line for chris stuckman because people do anticipate it being a total disaster and if he delivers something that's just competent and feels like a real horror movie even if it's not good i think that's a success
0: also uh i don't know if you've seen notes from melanie his short film
1: Mm -mm.
0: okay um I started watching it earlier today before work. Uh, I have not finished it, but it looks like a, a whatever uh, it's a short film. Like, it doesn't... Oh, wait, no. Maybe... You know what? I feel like
1: maybe we watched this on oh, an episode of the show before, and we were talking about how flat it looked. or It didn't seem irredeemable, but obviously this is like some dude straight out of film school or or Mm -hmm. just like having his own place for the first time and using a camera Yeah, there's like
0: spots like this over here where the where the camera is supposed to be still and it's shaky because i'm assuming the camera operator got tired so it's little things like that where if you put out a short like this it doesn't doesn't necessarily have a, a visual style that you can it's just you know very simple uh blocking and everything and with no budget i'm assuming I'm, I'm hoping that there was not a big budget for this the budget clearly um,
1: went to these fake posters that are in the back yeah. <laughs> so that's probably 18 dollars to 30 dollars a print
0: and and paying this actors what like 60 bucks a day um but if this is the only other short film that you put out and then you make that much money for your feature of course you're going to try to make sure that it's as good as it can be especially if what you do is Um, review films for these 2 million subscribers. So exactly like you said, if people are willing to give him that money, why wouldn't he ask for it, right? Especially if he thinks that it's going to make his movie better. Now, getting on the Mastic Lottery mindset where you're saying 14,000, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to make a movie for 100,000, let alone 2 million, right? So I kind of see the point, that some people are making about how how is it possible that with this amount of money your movie's not done but at the same time you're not making it so you don't know what what's gone into it you don't know where the money has gone you don't know if is he's, he's actually paying people good money to work with him so that they can be happy and give the best that they can right so having an opinion on someone's budget on someone who's who's Uh, depending on people to give him money so that he can produce his or direct his first movie it's kind of weird to me because unless you're the one that's giving him a hundred thousand right unless you gave him like a big chunk of money you're like where the fuck is my movie let him finish it and if he wants more money and people are going to give it to him let's hope that the movie is better for that and and uh, hopefully he'll come back on the show to promote it, because otherwise we're just gonna make fun of it until he does. <laughs> we've kind of
1: lost our our line to Chris because he got hacked by Indians. Indians hacked his account. We're like, hey, we're, you know, we got these free not free we got these two hundred dollar MacBooks. If you want to send us uh, that, we can we can make a deal. And that is uh, not he was not able to recover his account. So right, that's well, very unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, I, I know firsthand here. Now that's 14,000 for Mass State Lottery spread out over 3 years. Yeah. So we're talking like here's 1500 at a time or, mm-hmm. or or whatever, you know. It was very little money in the moment, very run and gun using the cheapest equipment and means possible to make sure that everything looks and sounds good. And I know firsthand that from working on Omega Fish Corp now where you have a lot more money, you have a comfortable amount of money to shoot your thing somebody else's money that's the best thing it disappears just as fast right because it, it like the amount of money is kind of inconsequential to what you're doing with it how it's going to be utilized locations cost a lot ubers cost a lot if you're going to get some day players that are worth their salt that'll that'll eat up a little bit of money
0: where are you shooting do you need permits do you need to pay permits do you need to yeah
1: it all I mean, adds up quick it depends on how you're executing it a million dollars 2 million dollars that's a lot or a little i have no idea what this movie is going to look like i hope it's good i'm yeah. i'm rooting for chris on this one but we'll see we'll see you know let's save the criticisms for once it is
0: out exactly and i uh, i also don't think that everyone's willing to shoot at 3 in the morning like we did you know run and gun avoiding cops and avoiding paying permits and avoiding homeless people on the street and avoiding uh drunk veterans that approach you <laughs> Alleged veterans i don't know what yeah, war bro, fought in okay little man we're, little men wearing veteran hats that are wasted at two in the morning that approach you kind of threatening but kind of not and you're not sure if they're a threat or not mm-hmm. uh, i don't think uh most crews are willing to do all of that. So you have to pay them a bunch of money and maybe that's where the money went. I mean, ho- hopefully, uh, as long as it looks like a real movie, go ahead. Fucking you need 2 million and you got the 2 million, go use them. You want more money and people are willing to give you more money. Why not ask for it? I The, the backlash that, that it's been getting just because... <sighs> and let's be real he's kind of easy to make fun of right chris yeah he's an easy target he's an easy target so of course you know uh a lot of people are going to come out of the woodworks and 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 criticize but i i just i'm just waiting for it to come out and i want to see it and i I hope it's good i'm rooting i'm always rooting for for first-time directors especially if they come out of of nothing which i'm i I don't know what his backstory is. I don't know, oh, yes, he's... you
1: do. We know his backstory because he didn't share it on this show. He shared it like a week after, but he kind of hinted at a lot of his backstory, and I would say he came from nothing. I right. would say he's he's got no connections or no he' he didn't start with any connections anyway,
0: okay, so you have that, so you're gonna root for the guy even if like who cares how much money he's getting again, I'm not giving him money for it, so why would I give a shit? you know? I'm not the one footing the bill for the yeah. thing, and I'm not. Why would I be interested in how much money he's spending? Just waiting for him to put it out. Do you care about uh, where Woody Allen gets his money for his new where movie? Where does you? Woody
1: Allen get his money? I don't, I don't know. know. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm. he's get some good blackmail. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. Let me show you generative fill real quick. Let me see okay. if I can do a screen share here. I really thought we did talk about this, but this is like AI is getting to a point where. And I'll tell you about how I was using Generative Fill actually after the show. But AI is getting to a really wild point. And I was watching a video on YouTube today about 10 AI services that will help your filmmaking. And I was like, oh, wow. Actually, sounds like it would. sounds like it, 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 that's no bullshit. There's a lot of very interesting tools that are out there now that, and here's another thing too. If I had put out Mass State Lottery in 2021 or so, Like, even after the second round of reshoots, just what was available then versus now because of AI, AI has 100% improved the movie because we were shooting in storms Mm -hmm. and the audio during those storms was unusable, sounded horrible. We were in a car outside in the middle of a blizzard. There was no way we were going to be able to use that audio and AI saved the audio. The scene was restored sounds great looks great and i play it back a hundred times and look for like hey where's that little eh, that little click where's the tone off where is it where do you where can you tell it's ai because we're gonna know in probably like 10 years oh yeah that's yeah. that's all you know you, you don't see it in the moment but just like cg i remember people being like oh wow mark ruffalo is the hulk looks great this is the best looking hulk this is the best hulk but then you look at it now and it's like this looks worse than the Edward Norton Hulk everyone was mm-hmm. complaining about. Yeah. But anyway, let's take a look An- here An- at um, Lee the the Angli Hulk is probably the best Hulk at this rate. <laughs> Shit. Um where's screen share? Okay. Uh-oh. You don't have it enabled. Let's see. Let's see if it works. Open system preferences. I've never done this before on this computer. Let's see, so what what what's going on in Costa Rica <laughs> Do
0: you have to like quit and reopen
1: Zoom no, 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 hopefully not.
0: What let's if see. I just find a video for that and- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what well, if I you just gave me just...
1: you gave me a photo here? I'd like to use the photo,
0: okay. okay, all right, let's see, so for anyone that's listening and can't see this, you can uh. Watch the video on uh, patreon.com slash LORES uh, before it goes up on YouTube. uh, In case you want to see our faces waiting for, for LORES to figure out how to do this, to be more interesting than just listening to me (laughs) describe it. I'm going to have
1: to quit. (laughs) I'm going to have to quit Photoshop, not zoom and reopen. Also, I've been given an alert, um, on something. I probably shouldn't share it on the show. But okay. I'll tell you about it after we wrap, which will hopefully happen. Kenny
0: um, Dorsley, rest in peace. Uh, he's been found by the by the river. The smiley face killers finally got gay Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I
1: don't think he's really their type. They don't like men mm. that. Uh, all old. right. Co- what is it, college age then? They like college age boys, muscular, handsome. I wouldn't boys. even say muscular. I'd say co- it's all very like slender athletic track runner type bodies swimmer bodies right but they haven't as far as i know nobody's been uh nobody's been killing as of late covid i guess slowed that down maybe he died of covid did anyone die of covid we don't know no we'll never
0: know nope i refuse to believe it even though i have someone <laughs> in my family that died. that wasn't well wasn't... hey how
1: about this kenny's dad Died of COVID, and I don't think it was COVID. Mm. I think it was. I think no, no, it was nothing like that. I think it was um, heart related. But you know, most
0: of those COVID deaths, right, are not actually COVID that kills them. It's like there's something other. You were you were a big fat, and you died because you were a big fat.
1: Yeah, I think they were getting uh, a little slap happy with how many COVID death diagnoses they decided to usher out there for just people who happened to die. That's my are you, theory.
0: Are you going to get the new VAX word that I can say on YouTube? Are you going to get the new one? Since Am you're going to get the new one since my, you avoided collection, since you avoided, that, since you lied to the police multiple times. I didn't do nothing.
1: As far as they know, my, my, my genes are clean yeah that's what i would ba- say at the movie theater they'd say sir where's your vax card i would say my jeans are clean <laughs> that was persu- persuasive enough they would just let me in to go see the batman
0: yeah all right oh fuck! i remember when i went to see the batman they had a the most retarded seating arrangement where you would sit in one spot and then the next person would have to be sitting in front oh, yeah. of you you would or have to, to do... your there would be separation right yeah so so at the end of the day the move there was like 15 people in the whole theater because they couldn't fit anyone else uh because of 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 that and it just it felt so just i mean i love the space don't get me wrong i hate watching movies in a full theater because i feel like people ruin movies by either reacting incorrectly or talking or or chewing loudly or or I've had people answer their fucking phone in the middle of a movie in like a dramatic moment. And that fucking pisses me off. So I like the fact that everyone was far away from each other where I couldn't even sense their presence. But I can't imagine that being good for movie theaters where, you know, 20 people is the max that you can get on on the Batman premiere, you know? Yeah, of course. All right. Let
1: me know that my screen is being shared here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And you don't have any of the gray rectangles or anything like that, right? Uh, what do you mean? You, sometimes when you're screen sharing, for example, you will get like a little box that blurs oh, out other things. If you
0: if it's being covered by anything, no, no, we see your full Photoshop. Page. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Very cool. All right. So this, I'm going to give a little tutorial here on generative fill. This is exclusively for the Photoshop beta. Uh, that is available in Adobe Cloud. So, as you can see here, this is the photo Hans picked out of one Chris Stuckman in mm. his favorite Inuasha shirt. And you can see statues in the background. We got a little bit of a Blu-ray or VHS collection over here and over here. I think that's Mission Impossible right there on the right, the white VHS tape. But it doesn't fit. There's yeah. all this empty space, and if there's something you hate as a filmmaker. It's empty spaces. You, ha- you hate it. It looks ugly. It's so unprofessional. If You have just a white space here. All right, so here's what we're going to do. You can see the mouse moving too, right? Yep. Okay. Right over here, you have the rectangular marquee tool. Okay, this is this sucks for the audio version of bang. <laughs> but if you're on patreon.com slash in the $5 tier, I'm going to blow your minds. So here's what you do. You take that rectangular tool and let's start right here. Right? Oh, that's kind of, we don't want to overlap in that way. Close enough. Okay. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to drag it over a piece of the image and a lot of this white blank space. And whoa, there's this toolbar now. Isn't this kind of cool? The color gray? That's an underrated color. There's this generative fill button here. And it says modify existing content, extend images, and generate objects. Hold on backgrounds and scenes so we're going to hit generative fill and they give you the option to inform the generative fill don't do that if you want to extend the space so here we go we're just going to leave it blank and then we will put in something right afterward so i'm just going to hit generate and it takes a moment here Um, but you're going to see what it does and it will present you with three different options to fill out the space, usually. Sometimes it gets a little buggy and it'll tell you, oh, you know, the, uh, you know you broke the rules or something. So as you can see, it extended the wall here. Let's do the side. We got a lo- little bit of the Blu-ray shelf here. What is What's gonna happen there? Let's find out. So this can be a very useful tool for pictures, video, all sorts of things. Look at, the shelf is a little bit longer now. Maybe we want to change that shelf. That doesn't look as good. No, or is it's... that a fish tank? I don't know. That sucks. That's horrible. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it as that. Okay, let's take a little bit more. Let's go a little more. Ready? We're going to fill out this whole image. We'll do it again. Boom.
0: It's also great for shitty photographers that don't know how to how to take pictures. Right? You oh, can yes. just If you're missing something, you can just fill it up. That's what great. happened here. Oh, there we go boom okay well
1: that's not good composition mm. so why don't we fix this real quick let's do generate fill add more shelf with
0: movies on it
1: and we'll see what happens with that
0: is it smart enough to recognize movies and not like dvd cases or
1: it usually know? it is
0: all right uh. don't listen to
1: me then <laughs> Okay, cool. A Get out white of the box. shelf, I guess. <laughs> There's a lamp. Yeah. A dark lamp. And let, we'll fill out the top space here. Um, and then I'll show you what I did to adjust both of our phases for that thumbnail. But this is a very impressive tool. And so the- if you, you know anything about masking and composition, this can improve an otherwise boring image. That does not look good.
0: Yeah. There we go. There you All go. right, that's yeah. good enough. Um,
1: Let's just add a statue here. How about that?
0: So this tool is going to kill that face app and all those apps that uh, that change people's faces, right? That it were could. Very popular like last year. Couple that of years was
1: ago. all the first wave. I think where this is going is going to be too much to fathom right now. I, I think makes... we're going to be in a place where you can literally make a movie without any actors or I mean, they're trying to do that now, I guess, with the Ghostbusters movie because everyone's on strike. Why don't we change his eyes? These Wait, what do you mean? What are, they,
0: what are they doing with Ghostbusters? I haven't heard about this.
1: So I don't actually believe this is the case. I think that this is just a spook actors and writers. But they're taking the Ghostbusters movie that they're working on right now with Jason Reitman and seeing if they can do it without actors or cameras. So that's a long cutscene give him big green eyes okay now we're gonna see chris Stockman with hopefully big green eyes but you know they played out like oh here's the stay puff marshmallow man he's destroying new york and um yep that's what i wanted let's see the other options here that's a little why why are they feminine
0: (laughs) (laughs) where are they all feminine eyes that's funny what do you Um, what, what should we do for his mouth here um hillbilly teeth or a, a grill <laughs> a diamond grill a set
1: hmm. of metal teeth let's see i don't know if it'll didn't recognize they, what didn't they are. do
0: that on that that new marvel show where they just use ai for They uh... use mid-journey yeah and it looks horrible oh <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a little BDSM the
0: jaws from james bond
1: let's do uh let's just have a big smile a big smile so this is gonna go to really crazy places quick and i've started toying with other apps that will animate your photos so i've been <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> i used um mid-journey to make some 1950s halloween polaroids you know how they had creepy creepy masks yeah. back in the uh mid-20th century and i was just trying to animate them and make the kids move and stuff and then uh i tried to put you in a polaroid a halloween polaroid but it was just children and then it was like you standing next to kids <laughs> as Devlin, and it just had a bad vibe to it i was like i'm not gonna explore this one anymore i don't like this um so yeah, I've, look at I think him. he's
0: never, he's never looked happier.
1: Um, let's this have, is after um, his
0: movie comes out and it, people like it.
1: A big poster on the wall of a tree like Shelby Oaks of an Oak tree. Let's see what it does. When you add stuff to the wall, sometimes it's a little flat. It doesn't look legit. Other times it'll get the lighting, correct. It'll be out of focus. Like it needs to be out of focus. It's kind of crazy how well it can read the that's what is that
0: that's okay. damn
1: they are letting me down today <laughs> um a big clock on the wall how about that that's simple right um <clears throat> so i've definitely used a lot of generative fill as of recent and it's it's great mm. yeah yeah mm. It's really you, not proven itself right now, but
0: do you use any generator fill on Mass State Lottery? Want to spoil that?
1: Why would I say that on <laughs> on air? Why would I say that on air and then have people look for it when they watch the movie? Because yeah. they would never, they would never know one way or the. uh Oh, lights out, show's over, good night, oh, folks. Shit. No, um, let me kill this real quick. Boom, we're back. Damn it, we're looking foggy now. Okay, have you been smoking in that room? <laughs> With Hold cigarette on going. Hold on one second here. Just carry the show for a minute.
0: Uh, yeah. So. Um, oh, man. I, I, I. Yeah. Oh, there's the light. There it is. Very pleasant. Light. No, it doesn't look horrible at all. I, I love that. You just I mean, he can't hear me right now, but there's just an ass next to his face. And he's going to stay there. The ass next to your face. You're you're muted. The
1: ass next to my face. What do you yeah. This? That
0: one right there. Yeah.
1: That's raised a lot of questions from? as of late. This is this movie? Yeah. Is this is from Mass Day Lottery. This was a poster oh, right. that I hung up in So my character's a private investigator and he goes over his partner's house for dinner and the partner has this poster hung up on his kitchen wall. And then I was like, "Well, it's a poster from the 90s." It's a vintage poster. It's an original. Do I want to get rid of it, or do I want to figure out how to use it? And I was is like, this from from like an actual movie, or did you make? Oh, it's from, well, yeah, it's from Mass State Lottery. That's what I just well, said. But no, it's not a movie poster. It's like a it's an advert for Coors Light or something. It's I don't know
0: for Carls Junior.
1: Yeah, that's this is why guys always keep their beer on the bottom shelf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's for the boys. It's for the it's boys. Like a, you got it from a mechanics uh, wall. That's right. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> that that's, I think we're good with this episode after doing the um, very quiet tutorial of generative fill that did not uh, go as impressively as I would have hoped. But it <laughs> does, you know, if you mess around with it for several minutes, you'll get something pretty good. Um, any closing thoughts here for this episode of Bang?
0: Um, Shelby Oaks, are we gonna pay to watch it? Will you try to? I mean, I guess you can't really get in contact with him. Um, are we we gonna pirate it?
1: I'll pay for it if you want to pirate it. I'll say you paid for it too.
0: Okay, we'll say I paid for it. The only movie of, and this is the saddest the only movie I've ever paid for on the internet is fucking Lover. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever paid for any other, like purchase the movie. That's not just in a streaming service. Uh, so I'm probably not going to be doing that for Shelby Oaks. Uh, so uh, we can pretend. So Ralph Sebi
1: Jr., you're welcome.
0: You're welcome for my hard-earned $5.
1: We've covered some great movies on movies. That's and- the one that got paid for yeah Think because i couldn't
0: find i couldn't pirate it even the pirates were like yeah we're not gonna spend no one's gonna watch this. no one's gonna rip this shit what yeah so you're welcome ralph
1: yeah i hope would you have him
0: in. would you have him on movies ralph seppi
1: yeah, yeah? i guess so i mean i, I don't i, I don't th- i mean here's the thing is like i don't have any strong feelings about that movie it's obviously not very good and i'm yeah. not a fan of his and i don't hate him so I don't understand what the purpose of that would be aside from absorbing a little bit of clout, but he doesn't even have clout like that anymore. I saw his podcast got uploaded and it had almost like the same amount of views that we get typically on Hmm. YouTube. So what would be the purpose? I don't know. I'd have to, I mean, I I wouldn't be against it. I'd probably just say, yeah, for the fuck of it. But I don't know. I'm not dying to have him on or dying to uh, never have him on. So, Yeah, I agree. All right, so, Ralph Seppi, your time is
0: soon. Your your time is coming. Your time is up, Ralph Seppi. Hey, uh, lovers, Ralph Seppi. Ralph Seppi, you're fucking dead. (laughs) I will find you. I live in, I'm from Boston, too. I'm from Boston, too, Ralph (laughs) Seppi. Were you saying you were
1: from Boston, Ralph Seppi? I'm going to tell everyone, you said you were from Southie. You're actually from New Jersey. Fucking liar. Lying Mm -hmm.
0: scumbag. You're not from real Boston like I am. Yeah, I was born in Boston. (laughs) Where the fuck were
1: you born? All right. That's, That's the end. That's the end.